Are dents and scratches putting a dent in your day? Introducing Rogerstein Crash Repairs Adelaide, your trusted solution for automotive woes. With over two decades of expertise, Rogerstein Crash Repairs guarantees top-notch service, restoring your vehicle to its former glory in no time. From minor dings to major collisions, our skilled technicians handle it all with precision and care using state-of-the-art equipment and techniques. Rogerstein Crash Repairs saved my car. It looks brand new. Fast, friendly and reliable. I wouldn't trust anyone else with my vehicle. Don't let accidents slow you down. Visit Rogerstein Crash Repairs Adelaide at 14 Penner Avenue, Glind for quality service you can count on. And here's a special offer just for our listeners. Mention this podcast and receive a $100 discount on your repair. Roger Steen Crash Repairs Adelaide. Excellence in every repair. Previously, Previously. on the Game On Podcast. I've moved from centre-half back one time in that year, if I remember. And then all of a sudden in a grand final, you know, you'd go to, um, you know, you'd mess up your team. Surely sometimes you'd think that, um, yeah, you know, Neville Roberts, an absolute star. Jim Michael Annie wasn't a bad player either, mind you. Yeah, piano, um, piano was a really good player. His, yep. His son, yep. son becomes an AFL player in a week's time. So, yeah. Yeah. And who's who's got him? Probably the Crows. Yeah, he'll be a father-son. He played. He qualifies. Jim qualifies for his Nord games by three games for him to be a father-son selection. So, yeah, great, great. Yeah. So, um, I will tell you a little funny story there. Like just start darting off. Um, I used to, you know, like I'm not an arborist anymore. I still am, but I'm I'm not in that game. And I was up at Sejuna School doing an arborist report. And, had to have a chat with the, the, the headmaster there, and it was Jim Michael Annie. Yes. So I hadn't seen him since, you know, basically because he probably retired around that time. Would that be right? Early, mid-80s, yes. I think. Yeah, mid-80s, yeah. yeah. His last game was at the reserves premiership side. I think it was 80. It's either 85 or 86. I don't think it was 86, but yes. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I remember uh, sort of just, uh, you know, touching base in the, in the, you know, in the office there at the school and I've had to do a report on the, on their trees for safety and for fire and all that sort of thing. And uh, so I ended up sort of, Jim come out and I said, Jim, Martin Leslie, he said, oh, how are you going, Martin? You know, and, you know, very decent chap as, you know, most of us are when we're off the field and, and his uh, assistant, his deputy was coming along with us and I said to her, and I can't remember a name now. I said, you know what? In a grand final, your headmaster squeezed me by the nuts. <laughs> and uh, he said, Jim, you didn't. <laughs> and, we, had a, we had a bit of a to-do there because he actually gave me a good squeeze and um, I, gave, I gave him a little bit of a clip. You know, and, uh, and that was really funny, you know, that uh, the interaction between her and him. You did not, Jim. Surely, you don't know, worry. Uh, that's stored in the memory bank when I next speak to Jim, mate. Sportscast SA presents Game On. Game On. South Australia's destination for everything sports, local, national, and international sports. AFL football, soccer. 
basketball, golf, baseball, tennis, cricket, and any other sports played in this wide world. And we're going to have a blast doing it. So sit back, relax, and let's do this thing. Welcome to Game On. And, mate, that was uh, Leslie uh, um, Martin from last week. Uh, uh, fantastic interview, especially about the Jim Michelani story. A great chat. And, look, I've got to be honest, I don't know Marty as well as other guests we've had on. And, yeah, I only chatted to Marty a few times over the phone. And, yeah, it was great. And it came up originally the conversation between us was where I got contacted to contact Marty about the Topsy Waldron link with Nord. So, yeah, no, really appreciative and, and great to have another Outlook, and we'll tr- certainly try and get people from all clubs. Absolutely. Port Adelaide Adelaide. legend, and uh, we hope to get a few of those names that he mentioned uh, uh, on the podcast to give them, uh, especially their uh, point of view, especially maybe Greg, Greg Anderson. Anderson. Yes, I will chase up Ando next week. Good call. Around the Grounds. Now, mate, uh, today on the Round of Grounds, we're going to have a little bit of a look at the uh, soccer. We're going to have a look at the uh, first uh, test uh, against the West Indies and uh, some of the Davis Cup. But to kick off today, Malcolm, I've got something to play for you. Let's face it, as a South Australian, we're sort of craving out for a couple of our teams, you know, in something. Yes. Basketball, soccer, football, whatever you want to call it either way. Um, Yeah. Sheffield Shield, as we know, South Australia in that regard. Yes. So there's... There's a bit of frustration as a as a South Aussie, and come on, guys, we want something. Yes, and I and I think the supporters have been patient for long enough. I think now's the time that they want to see something. Quite John Kennedy, do something. And mate, uh, we kick off with the cricket, and guess what? They have done something. The WBBL uh, team strikers win. Absolutely awesome result. You know we. Here, we finished up last week and watched the end of the game. Uh, and Amanda Wellington was the tore out the chocolates there. We are chasing up. Uh, and Sorry, uh, Patterson. Uh, we're chasing up someone from the strikers yes. to come on. Um, yeah, fantastic result. You come, so we sort of just snuck through in the semi. We can debate when you take the super, the, the power play and that side of things. Yes. Uh, come the final, you, I think we all thought we're 20-odd runs short. And thinking, then thinking, well, hey, if we're going to be in this, we've got to take every chance. We dropped two catches and missed a run out in the first eight balls, and yet we still had them four for 16. It was yeah. an incredible start. And, you know, and if you'd said before the game, Ash Gardner will bowl three overs, none for 31, and get a sporting globe, you know, to get Healy, uh, Gar- uh, Gardner out early. Yes. Um, yeah, it was just incredible, and really from there, put the screws on a fair bit. Never, never really were threatened. Like the ten run, only winning by ten, probably flattered Sydney in the end. Yeah, it was one of those results. Going back to the semi final, we were sitting here basically going, "Oh no, oh no, oh no," and um, you know, came through with the goods. And, and I think they just rode that high, obviously, into the final, and, and to win away from home uh, was was a fantastic effort. And well done. We can say that the uh, BBL uh, women's team uh, have done it and uh, they did do something, mate. 
and nearly, I think it was about 1,800 was the crowd for the semi-final down there. And that was after leaving the Shield game, going from the Shield game, and that on the Wednesday where there'd been 38 people at Adelaide Oval. Disappointing, but uh, fantastic for the women's product that they uh, packed out, Karen Rolton Oval. And, and you could tell the atmosphere was amazing. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. I you know, only went for the first few overs and then came here um, and that, and it was, it was awesome. Uh, the draft. Yep, all completed, mate. Um, the Crows have uh, have got their man, which we sort of already knew that was going to happen, but uh, had to to pay a few overs to get Max Michaelini. Yeah, look, glad to have Max on board. I, I think he, there's a way to go with Max yet. I'm not convinced he's ready for AFL footy next year. Max is good at stopping. He's got to get a bit more offensive and reading the play that fraction earlier when we get when. Uh, his team gets the footy. I Look, think Dude, you know, he's, he models his game a little bit on Dude. You know, he's obviously going to get to see him up close. So, twelve months of uh, being behind him can, oh, look, can certainly help. You've got to give Max his due this year. It's a pretty hard year. You, he, he was playing for Ross Trevor, Nord, training with the Crows, with the Institute, South Australian under 18s No wonder there was eight million different game plans going through his head. Um, so, I think I've got to give him some slack there. Yep. The draft for me last night probably was the first time I've sort of been more interested than normal because in commentating games this year I've actually seen a lot more. Yep. Um, I'm a fan of Dowling. Yep. Um, he's a accumulator, chases, works hard, goes both ways. Yes. Look, Tom Scully, how he's fallen to 59 for mine and it comes back to a conversation you know, with a high-ranking South Australian official, I won't name him just in case he doesn't want that out, where on the anti-density rule, either bring it in for all football yes. or get rid of it. Yep. Like it's a nightmare trying for recruiters anyway. Yes. You're almost assessing someone on a different game. Yep. Like the recruiters were going, oh, Scully, I'm not sure how he'll go with the extra bodies that competing there. Yep. And that. So he's fallen to 59. I think Port have got a uh, 53. I think Port have got a deal. I'm a fan. I commentated a few South games, and we'll come to yes. that. Look, personally, today was the highlight. Yep. Um, I'll unabashed. Uh, Will Verrill got picked up as a rookie listed by Melbourne today from South Adelaide. Pretty special. He's I played for, played with his father Stewie. Look, Stewie's battling. Yes. Time Stewie's got the bloody beast. The MND. Yep. Uh, um. Yeah, I just really, I really hope we'll just, uh, yeah. Gets his opportunity and and, and, well, and really so makes the most of it. Around. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. Sort of things. And I'm a fan of Marshall. Commentated yes. a couple of games for South and uh, actually called it. He was coming through the middle, a game out at, uh, out at the Ponderosa. Yes. And I actually called the line that uh, Kyle Marshall, a dark horse to go late in the draft. So. Yes. I'm good, quite happy with that one. Good call, mate. Um, obviously, we're talking about Port Adelaide there with uh, Tom McCullum, uh, Tom Scully, and and Kyle Marshall. Uh, the Crows did a little bit of uh, late uh, swaps to to get their two guys uh, of obviously Dowling and Bond. Um, you know, they've sort of woken up a little bit to using some of those future f- uh, draft picks. It looks like. Oh, look! It's so hard to follow that, even for. Let's be honest, even for footy nuts, you're struggling to keep up with it. Yeah, they sort of needed bit, something so. for the here and now. Yeah. And, and, you know, um, you know they can trade uh, away next year's as well. So they can sort of 
manipulate those numbers to work for them a little bit more and obviously next year sounds like it's going to be a bit of a bumper draft so we'll see how that all plays yeah. out and uh, Aaron Cadman obviously draft number one but Matthias Filippo we all sort of thought maybe Essendon might be the go but ends up at St Kilda. Oh look and he's a good kid I've been quite annoyed with some of the comments on social media about him look obviously know um, Sam and Pat, you know Peter yep um Walk, actually, by fluke, walked in with Matthias to a game this year and probably chatted to him for 15, 20 minutes. He's quiet, he's respectful, yep. and he's just been taken out of context by a few people. And obviously, I am uh, hope he kills it for St Kilda. Absolutely. The uh, number one South Australian taken in this draft and uh, thoroughly deserved there, for sure. Wish him all the best. All right, mate, we move on to the uh, AFLW. Um, Melbourne, we're... Don't ask us to, to do any picks for you because we both picked Brisbane last week. Yeah, look, it's it's a funny one. I'm a huge fan of women's footy, but the only thing I will say, I do agree it, it has expanded too quick for its own good, that there's not the quality for 18 teams yet. Yep. They certainly will get to that. Yep. And I understand why they wanted to and all that, but I think it just went too quick. And the standard did drop. And look, for a grand final, yeah, competitive, Yes. Probably not a great game skills-wise. Obviously, the two best teams all year, yes. we sort of flagged that with uh, just before the finals and then the first week of the finals. We thought, you know, these are probably the two that will make the grand final. Um, obviously, they made it. Um, does, you know, the season timings, did it have a big impact on this year's standard and also the the, the competition? I definitely think potentially. I, I I've made no secret whatsoever that I totally disagree with their changing of the time yep. of the season. For me, it's cricket season. I hardly watched. Yep. Oh, I went to one or two games purely because it's got something to do yes. and that side of things. Yep. People I could annoy reading my book. Um, but for me, it just fell away. I, I think in February was the perfect time. I know weather-wise it's not. Yes. But I think after that break, We've all had 8,715 8, big bash games. You're craving some footy. I think it was the, the superb times. Having it in personally. February. Yeah, having it in February. I mean, you can also play a lot more night games, which is obviously uh, conducive to weather yeah. conditions as well. Um, yeah, I think the two seasons in one and then the expansion, I, I just think that it was a, a, a big bang all in one hit. And, uh, you know, it sort of it showed. Um, Melbourne obviously lost a couple of grand finals, but... Do you reckon it helps them get this one over the line? Maybe it's it's a hard one in that way. I I just think it look I more the point. I think the season lost a bit of impetus. Yep, that's even from a sports nut. And we talked about the ground conditions. Obviously, um, you know that they were playing at the new stadium up in uh, in Brisbane. There didn't look like it had too many issues that that we needed to worry about. No, you know, considering it never been played on yep. before. I, I don't think we can blame the ground, that's for sure. I think it's going to be a fantastic facility yeah. in the future, for sure. Yep. All right, mate, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to come back after the break to um, to have a little bit of a look at the world game, and uh, later on we're having a bit of an interview with Wayne Flipper Phillips. Be a great man. Has there ever been anything that has lightened up your day? Whether it was someone who complimented you or maybe you got a promotion at work, these all make you feel happiness. But if you're looking for more, more to lighten up your day, then you should book our mobile coffee service. We are always dedicated to one thing, service. We appeal to all sorts of people, from commuters on their way to work or our regular workplace coffee stops. And best of all, we visit you. 
Whether it's our top quality and aromatic coffee or our mouth-watering selection of cakes and food, there will always be something for you to enjoy. Servicing Adelaide's metro area. Why not book in a stop today? Find us on Facebook and send us a message. Tour Coffee and Catering. We deliver your daily caffeine fix. Welcome back to the Game On Podcast. Welcome back, Malcolm. Uh, the World Game. Very topical at the moment. Oh, you know, we're poised tonight. You know, it's... Uh, a few. What have we got? Another four hours or so. No, a bit longer than that. Yep, six hours to the uh, to the big game against against uh, the red and white Danish Dynamite. Absolutely. Danny Hansen's mob. Uh, Australia played Tunisia the other day. Uh, Mitch Duke, the uh, eighth uh, scorer of a, a World Cup goal uh, in the finals. Um, great reply after a loss of four one to to France. Oh look, and I think this Australian side, it's not like there's a Tim Cale in it or a Craig Johnston or a Harry Kuehl. Even a Mark Viduka, there's Bosnich. There's nothing really like that in this side. So it's a very workmanlike uh, squad, isn't it? Yeah, you know, and all for one, one for all. People from the A League, which has really never happened before. Yep. Um, yeah, I couldn't understand the carry on after the loss to France. And let's be honest, I'd expect a, probably a similar scoreline tonight. Hope, hopefully not. Yep. But Denmark are ranked tenth, I think. So look. I think we've got everything to gain, nothing to lose, yeah, which is fantastic. Uh, one for the stats uh, stats sheets around the place. Uh, first time since 1975 that they have kept a, kept a clean sheet and also led at half time. I mean, that's a that's a bit of a feather in the cap as well for for the for the workman like Australian team. Yeah, I think that probably is a great indication. They're all just having a crack. Absolutely. So now the equation's simple, mate. We've uh, we've got to beat um, uh, Denmark tonight. Um, we don't really want to rely on France to, to beat Tunisia, but it you'd sort of guess that yeah, that would happen. Yeah. We've got a win uh, or a draw, but then we're starting to rely on other results. So yeah, see how we I, go. I think we'll, I think a draw will get us through, but yeah, look. And yeah, Craig, um, Craig Goodwin, he's been fantastic. He has. Uh, his last six matches, obviously in the A-League and for Australia as well, he's had... Uh, four goal assists and four goals himself, uh, including one assist for uh, Australia and one goal for Australia as well. Uh, riding a bit of a high at the moment. If the Adelaide United captain scores a goal tonight, I reckon they're a public holiday tomorrow. Personally. Absolutely. Uh, anyone uh, sacks you for uh, not being at work, you're a bum. You're, yep, you uh, absolutely, mate. Uh, we move on to cricket. Test cricket day one. Australia 2 for 292, I believe yeah. it was, at the end of uh, 90 overs. Yeah, not exactly a cliffhanger, um, as expected. Yeah, look, I do think it's a very flat deck, though. Yes. Um, I think it's going to quicken up tomorrow. Yeah. Um, um, Obviously, uh, no change from the uh, the, the first test. Uh, sorry, the last test that they played. Uh, Kawaja stays in. Yes, yeah, Swepson did play in our last one, but that was yep. overseas. Yes, in, in, uh, we lost, didn't we? It's our last test match uh, in Sri Lanka. Yes, um, Warner gets out cheaply. Uh, Kawaja and Labashane go on with it for a little while. Uh, Smith comes in and almost is going to run a ball uh, run a ball at one stage. Yeah, and Labuschagne goes through eighth test hundred. Yes, we were hoping he'd get out for a, get out for a hundred and fifty nine, but we hadn't quite managed to deliver that. <laughs> Unfortunately, Flipper didn't put in his order early enough. Yes. Uh, mate, um, 
what what happens from here? Are we going to dominate um, the West Indies in this series? You'd expect so, although, I, as I said, it's going to be interesting how flat the deck is, whether they can fight through and that Shan- uh, son of Shandipole making his, his de- debut. Debut, yes. Um, so, yeah, and after a fantastic game, 100 and a 50 in the warm-up game, so yep. it's not like he's on good nick. So, yeah, look, see how we go, but... We were, I, we were hoping to see Travis Head a little bit today, but that's okay. We'll probably see him tomorrow at some stage. I don't think they're going to bowl Australia out in the two test matches. You know, that's probably the big thing. For sure. Uh, Davis Cup. Yeah, we talked about it last week in last week's episode. Australia got through to the semi-final. Uh, since then, they won the semi-final against uh, Croatia. Uh, unfortunately, came up a pretty red-hot Canada in the final. Um, uh, unfortunately, lost. Yeah, disappointing. Um, First final in 19 years. Yeah. Kokonakis was very honest, said yes. that he probably shouldn't have played. So I regard his honesty. Look, Nick Kyrgios. Yeah, well, there's some uh, obviously problems there. Uh, Leighton has come out and sort of said, you know, you're, you're playing overseas for money and and, uh, and and Nick's sort of saying, well, you know, I'm, I, I want to play, but then... There's just some something not quite right there. There's miscommunication along the way, and Leighton's going, well, I can't do any more than what I'm already yeah. doing. Uh, interesting situation. Yeah, um, uh, yeah as I mentioned, uh, Australia making the final for the first time in nine years, but a big shout-out to Canada. They actually won it for the first time ever. I think Amazing. They, didn't they have to come through as a wild card? They got entered into a wild card because of the Russian-Ukrainian yeah. situation that's going on at the moment. Um, they, they they entered the tournament quite late, uh, go all the way, and what a win. Yeah, when we were playing Canada, I thought, you bloody beauty, you know, sort of thing. Um, They've got a couple of players ranked within the yeah. top, top 20, top 25, I believe it is. So it was always going to be a little bit of a tough ask, but you would have sort of backed our guys to... to you know, show some grit and determination, but unfortunately ran out of puff. And like you said, Kokonakis was, was quite honest that, you know, probably shouldn't have played. Yeah, and look, Nick Kyrgios, I, I'm not a fan of. I, Absolutely. Yeah. All right, mate, we're going to take another quick break. Uh, when we come back, uh, five good minutes in the clubhouse with Wayne Flipper Phillips. Liking this podcast? Please like, rate, and subscribe. Five good minutes in the clubhouse. Welcome back to the Game On podcast, Five Good Minutes in the Clubhouse. Again, we're probably going to go over five minutes with our next special guest, Wayne Phillips, former test cricketer for Australia, 27 tests, uh, 48 one-day internationals, and obviously a legend of South Australian cricket. Welcome, Wayne. Yeah, tense. How are we? Yeah, all good. Thank you for that. Yeah, uh, terrific days, and uh, yeah, the game uh, has been very, very good to me, and continues to be. That's the important thing. So yeah, I've been very, very lucky to be involved with it, and uh, yeah, so it's uh, it's beautiful to be able to uh, uh, reminisce and uh, yeah, and uh, ensure that uh, all of our listeners uh, just uh, realise how darn good I was. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Uh, Flip, let's go back to junior days, so 17s and 19s, and uh, let's go back to a bus trip where the cool kids sit on the back of the bus, and who did you sit with? South Australia, <laughs> Queensland. 
Yes, yes, and uh, you're looking to catch up with him tomorrow, actually. Yes. So the great Gregory GMR, Gregory Michael Ritchie, and uh, yeah, Fat Cat, and that was the first time we caught up, and we've uh, continued to be genuine good mates for uh, for such a long period of time. But yeah, the uh, those uh, the the scullywags always sat at the back of the bus, and uh, we uh, I got on and walked down the back seat, and he was already sitting in the back seat already. Uh, yeah, they picked up the Queenslanders first, and there was Fat cat already and uh, yeah we struck a relationship and have maintained it a genuine one and really do enjoy his company we will come back to uh, to greg ritchie and uh, at a couple of times various times flip now you deb- debuted for south australia 77 78 but it was really the last game of 81 82 where you uh, announced your arrival 111 and 91 versus victoria yeah, down at Cadinia Park. That's yeah. the uh, yeah. That, it's it's uh, they're doing the refurb of uh, the MCG. So uh, the, the the Sheffield Shield game uh, was played down there at Cadinia Park. So yeah, I was fortunate to get some runs in both. Hey, ends. Flipper, was that the Merv Hill Hill on the scoreboard game? Where they put Merv, Merv Hughes deliberately put Merv Hughes up as Merv Hill, stirring him up. <laughs> No, no, before his time. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, a little bit, uh, yeah, yeah, just before Merv's time. But uh, it was, uh, it was uh, amazing. So it's a terrific, you know, to, to watch the footy and tell, you know, people say, oh, yeah, what's that like? I said, well, I've got a first-class hundred. You know, not, not too many people know about it down there at uh, that part of the world. But uh, it, it was it was tremendous. What, what was it like playing at Cadinia Park? I mean, you don't really see it as a cricket ground. Is it, yeah, exactly. And, you know, I you know, had a bit of a, a taste of uh, first-class cricket. So, you know, that was fine. I get getting a game. And, uh, yeah, against Victoria, they're a, a strong side. But, you know, Hooksy is our captain. And uh, and to be playing and, and enjoying it and getting a few runs was just tremendous. Good spot. And then, of course, the next year, 857 runs at 47 with Rick Darling and the great year, 81-82, finally. South Australia, we can't say those words too often, winning the Sheffield Shield. <laughs> yes, a, a Sheffield Shield win, and uh, that was, yeah, that w- it was great. It was a, a really good group that we had together, and uh, we played, and, you know, we looked at the, some numbers uh, later in the year, and we won, you know, for, I think we needed to win the last three, and uh, and we'd win the Shield. Well, that's exactly what happened. And, uh, yeah, to uh, to be a part of that and to hold that Shield aloft and uh, and to, uh, to be remembered that way is, is pretty special. It's a, it, it, it's a great, uh, yeah, great memories. And, as I say, well, Hooksy's leadership was just outstanding, and uh, to grab the Shield was, was wonderful. Of course, we were struggling on that first day and a brilliant piece of fielding by Brian Vincent to run Julian Wiener out really changed the game. Yeah, it does. You know, those 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 little little um, incidents, episodes, whatever you want to, you know, as they turn out to be highlights and memorable ones. It's that, and uh, yeah, it, it was uh, it it changed the game. That was exactly right. Julian Wiener was in really good form and was um, you know was a tough uh, was always going to be a great wicket to get. And uh, yeah, brilliant piece of work from Reddy, and uh, and we just kept going and had the momentum and managed to maintain it. And I will say the. Uh... Crowey's final shot, uh, sweep shot off the late John Scholes. The ball will end at about a metre away from me. And that, and I was actually, always remember that night, that uh, Malcolm Dolman actually, some, I, somehow I got invited into the rooms, which I don't think ever pleased Hooksy too much. Uh, but I actually just virtually sat in the corner and hardly said a word and just had an awesome night. And, of course, from there it was to the Grenfell Tavern. 
Yeah. Oh, yes. You could not go there. And uh, yes, it was uh, it was a, a, a pretty lengthy one. Um, yes. So uh, um, unsure as to which uh, exactly what day I got home, but uh, but we were members of the uh, Sheffield Shield winning team, and uh, and um, you know it was just fantastic. Well, we've already had a promise here that Malcolm wouldn't be home for a couple of weeks if uh, SA won a, uh, a shield these days. Yeah, I I'm, pretty, I'm pretty safe with that one. Uh, Flip, yeah, let's go to a famous innings too. You're 260 against Queensland. Uh, now, that was uh, an amusing uh, innings for a number of reasons. Well, you look, it, it, it was, um, um, yeah, opening the batting and, and getting some runs here, good side, uh, um, you know, that, that Queensland side. But, yeah, I was seeing him pretty well and scoring freely, so to uh, to be able to keep keep moving and, uh, and and keep them moving along. Yeah, my, my highest first-class score. I was and, referring uh, yeah, to uh, how crook you were that day, Flip. <laughs> I lost a little bit of weight, and uh, yeah, they, uh, uh, yeah, the uh, seagulls are always very uh, supportive of them and giving them a feed, so that was pretty important. Beth. Yeah, <laughs> I was working on the scoreboard that that game, and that was just Flipper just kept making deposits. He'd hit a four and square cut Rackerman or Dimmick for four, wander out to square leg and make another deposit. Oh, it was sensational. <laughs> yeah, not uh, yeah. It's uh, uh, yeah, it's not ideal that that's how it's remembered that innings. But uh, I guess that if you were there and uh, you knew about it, well, that's exactly what did happen. So no issue at all, mate. <laughs> now, young Australian side, Zimbabwe tour, one hundred and thirty-five in a one-day game. Yeah, that was a you know, we had a it was a fantastic side the the makeup of that side and, and you know it, it was a sensational trip I mean you know not too many people got to uh, got to go to Zimbabwe and you know, they were just starting to emerge as a as a cricket playing nation and uh, you know to be a part of that side and to get over there and just see the facilities and and get a feel for what it was that they had and uh, yeah um, you know you mentioned the 130 you know late uh, late in the tour so that was. A, a very special part of the time and a great memory and uh, yeah playing in in as I say some of those parts of the world and uh, seeing some of the uh, facilities just spectacular place and then the 80, the 234 against Tasmania and 83 84 Yes, yeah. Well, I was yeah fortunate enough to uh, uh, to grab another one there, but another you know it was just important that we try and win the game of cricket and uh, yeah to score freely and it was uh, you know knowing my way around Adelaide Oval reasonably well. I was very confident and, and comfortable playing. So uh, yeah, being able to score quickly and sorry you know fluently was uh, was was very fortunate. Now, flip test your test debut. Now, it's fair to say, is it your life ambition? to make sure every single person in the world knows you made a 159 on debut? Uh, well, I've been re- I'm going about it pretty well. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, Very I've well, not ever, yeah, I've not ever kept it a secret um, <laughs> that, uh, that, that, I, that, that I've managed to get that. And look, you know, it's just that, you know, some of the ridiculous numbers that come up, you know, 159 and be the start time of a funeral and all those sorts of things. Your daughter it's, did nominate uh, yeah. that, didn't she? 
<laughs> yes, indeed. So it's a, um, yeah, but to, you know, to get that hundred and and for it to be so uh, provided me so many opportunities and you know the chances to speak about it and to um, uh, um, just to stretch it out a little bit. But yeah, very very special and uh, yeah, it, it's it, as I say, you know, it it would be wrong of me not to share that information with people. Flip the ironical part about it is probably your greatest test innings since we didn't know. As much about it was the one twenty odd in Barbados. Yeah, I, I, you know when the, they did a bit of a test, uh, they, they did a bit of history on it. You know, rank the 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 greater innings um, at test match level, and and mine I think was in the top twenty five of the. Um, of uh, Australia innings in, in Test match cricket that that 120 and all I say about that is wow gee whiz those other 24 if the top 25 must have been good uh, because uh, the the 120 was just so you know such a an amazing situation and uh, yeah to be part of that and against that team that lineup that West Indies uh, group that uh, we played against and to get those runs was uh, was very very special it was renowned as one of the best of all time. Yes, um, yeah, just so um, you know, to, you know, four four sixes, and uh, you know, hitting Marshall Garner holding um, all for six in in an innings was, yeah, it was 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 pretty neat. Didn't they uh, put up a warning for spectators outside the ground? Flip that guy. Yeah, dangerous. Yeah, they had to close the street off in Barbados. You know, it's just dangerous for people to be walking. Yeah, you'd have been worried if I hadn't shoved that one in. Flip. Now. Uh, Flipper, wicket-keeping. Now, you were a far better keeper than you gave yourself credit for, I, I think. You know, like, um, you didn't... So you started off a little bit as a keeping. Then you, when you made your debut for Sturt, Russell Vincent was the keeper, so you played purely as a batsman. So you sort of floated back and forth with wicket-keeping nearly your whole career. Do you almost wish you hadn't seen, ever seen a pair of keeping gloves? But it, I just wish you'd worked harder at it as well. No, no, it was. Um, uh, I mean, you know, I, I, I was playing cricket for Australia, and now, you know, you're never ever not going to want to do that. And yes, I had the gloves. Yes, it got pretty tough towards the end, and you know, it was probably not my first choice. But I was getting picked to play for Australia, and uh, yeah, no issue at all. And I, I, I I'd happily popped them away, the, the the gloves, you know, with the way my batting was going, so things were good. But, you know, they, they wanted a reserve keeper to go on tour here and there and that sort of thing. So I always had that uh, little backup uh, skill, that ability to be able to do it if required. And then the very sadly that the injury to Roger Woolley in, um, in the West Indies, um, and uh, I ended up with them and, uh, yeah, inherited them rather than deserved them. Uh, but, yeah, then I thought, well, whilst I've got them, I'll try and make them my own, and uh, and that's what happened. Do you think you should, could have worked harder to keeping the spinners? Um, oh, b- probably, but it, it would have been harder. It, it would have been hard to do at that stage. I needed to have done it right through. So I had that, you know, you know 10, 12-year gap where I, I wasn't doing it. Well, then that made it hard to pick it up yeah. and go hard again. In in 1985, you were selected for the Ashes tour. That would have been a thrill. Amazing trip. I mean, you don't uh, understand the um, um, the what that 
entails, um, you know, being a part of an Australian team, going on an Ashes tour to England and some of the history, those that have been before, the uh, the relationships that you established, the the place, the, the doors that it opens for you, just amazing. And, uh, yeah, it was uh, yeah, still one of the great memories. Now the late um, um, uh, Her Royal Highness uh, Queen Elizabeth, uh, sadly, you know, no longer with us, but to, to meet her at Laws, as you do, day two, and, uh, you know, to shake hands. And uh, but my, my great memory was um, you know chatting with um, the late Princess Diana and uh, yeah as she was the patron of the Gloucestershire County Cricket Club and had a lovely function that we were able to you know meet and chat and uh, enjoy and uh, yeah to, to to chat with her was just wonderful. That does bring back a memory which I didn't have, Dan. I reckon you were a young cricketer and played was it for Essex on memory? Uh, no, no, I, I played earlier on. I played it. Uh, yeah, I, I actually had a scholarship at uh, at Lords um, oh, yeah, for the MCC. Right. Yeah, so I was a yeah young professional at the MCC. So I lived at Lords. Um, yeah, I, I lived above the Lords shop there with Don Wilson, the uh, the, the head coach as he was. And uh, yeah, so to, to live at Lords, have the key to the gate, and all those sorts of things. Nineteen eighty one was was really special. It was a it was a terrific trip and a great opportunity. It gave me great uh, encouragement with the cricket. Uh, Martin Crow was a a member as well on on that trip, so we established a bit of a relationship, and uh, yeah, it was it was wonderful. Hooks, uh, let's go back to your um, your, your one day de- debut. <laughs> Incredible game for so many different reasons. <laughs> uh, Australia, yeah, yeah, across in Pakistan, and uh, yeah, I, I, um, the the game lasted for uh, for exactly six overs. Um, yeah, it was a bit of an issue down at uh, Fine Lake, Australia in the field, and. Um, yeah, Jeff uh, Lawson, the the, uh, the Pakistan uh, enthusiastic Pakistan crowd who just you know lobbed a few uh, um, plastic containers over the fence, and so Jeff, uh, in his uh, manner, picked them up and threw them back into the crowd fairly firmly, and uh, that sort of prompted a genuine riot, and then they ran onto the ground, and uh, yeah, we uh, thought this isn't going overly well, and Marshy was um, uh, he was saying, well, I think we should nick off, and so we did nick off. Uh, I thought would. Nick off the ground, but we got off the ground into the bus and home we went. And yeah, so my debut for Australia, I didn't did not touch the ball, uh, which was uh, yeah interesting, but wow. yeah, but uh, pretty memorable. Yeah, six overs. <laughs> and then wasn't another situation in India where virtually the the Mahatma coat with Greg got born from? Oh yeah, very much so. Yeah, that was um, um, you know he, he was the um, he was the only person. In the end, um, he he could not speak the way we are speaking now. He, he was gone into that ridiculous uh, Mahatma Coat uh, um, routine uh, version routine. Yep. Yeah, that, that's how he spoke the whole time. And um, yeah, we, you know, if you we wanted something ordered to you know order lunch, well, you'd go to Fat Cat and he'd, he'd speak in their language and uh, in with their mannerisms, and and that's how we got. And he literally got back from the trip, and he could not speak. Um, normal English at the time, so that was the birth didn't of he help uh, stop, coat. Didn't he help stop a riot with that? Oh, Over very there? much so. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he could. Yeah, he'd go and speak and yeah, in in that language and uh, yeah, with those mannerisms and calm things and yeah, it became an absolute. Uh, yeah, that that was uh, one of his gen- uh, another of his amazing skills. Yes. Okay, um, let's go a couple of serious serious ways here. Flip uh, depression. Uh, that side of it, which also probably encompasses Hooksy as well. 
Oh yes, I mean you know we're uh, yeah I was challenged there with, with a couple of different issues and um, yeah that uh, and yeah I got to a point where I just wasn't um, feeling overly comfortable uh, at all with uh, yeah doing what I would normally do and uh, yeah I was a lot happier being at home in the dark, uh, not playing golf, not country up with mates, those sorts of things. And it, it really got a bit of an issue. And I, I was very fortunate. I was asked a question by a, a mentor, a, a chap, and uh, yeah, it was, uh, um, yeah, are you okay? And uh, I was, you know, strong enough to answer it openly and honestly. And uh, yeah, went and had some research and, and then, you know, had, had, I wasn't brave enough. I was sensible enough to go and have some um, uh, medical assessment and uh, yeah I still take medication for it now and it just it, things have got a bit big on me and uh, now I'm so fortunate that um, you know the, the, that support network is around the place in a much stronger and more available way it's uh, um, it's important that it is and uh, it's genuine and, uh, yes so um, it, but it was a it was a battle there for quite a while yes and you take yourself off to sit with the big photo of Hooksy and that don't you um Oh yeah, very much so. Yes, it was um, um, very much. You know, he, he was a very, very special uh, person. You know, to be standing next to him on the, on the night that, that he ultimately lost his life was uh, was a, a horrible experience. It was uh, yeah, still sends a, a few tingles. But um, you know, I always make a point of going down and seeing him at Adelaide Oval and having a chat with him and letting him know about how the kids and the grandkids and, and things are going and things I think he'd be interested in and. I talked to him and, uh, yeah, he, as I say, he was a tremendous influence. Yeah, certainly a senseless night. It's just impossible mm. to put it any other way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, speaking of Hooksy, mate, you had a uh, record partnership with him in um, 87, 462 runs. That's a great achievement. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it was just it was a um, uh, and and you know the 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 partner you know we were trying to win a game of cricket that, that was the important thing against Tasmania and um, it wasn't perhaps not their strongest um, you know bowling lineup uh, that they've ever had but you know we were able to score quickly we were able to keep the scoreboard moving we were able to you know they kept reading out these uh, with that boundary that takes them past the record of and you know all those sorts of things so it was just tremendous to uh, to have it recognised. Saka was so very, very um, uh, privileged, I think, to have it recognised up in Hooksy's Bar, that tremendous photo after the uh, day's play. And, uh, yeah, as I say, it's, a, it's a, place, a, a place I get up to quite a bit. But all we were trying to do was, uh, you know, uh, get on and win the game. And uh, and uh, that's exactly what we did. And, uh, yeah, to have it recognised that way, very, very special. Mate, to, to, to say that the scoreboard was ticking over, you did it in 299 minutes and 80, 84 overs. That's, that's a <laughs> Pretty fair effort. Yes, indeed. Yeah, we were able to keep scoring and find the boundary fairly regularly, and we didn't have to do too much running. Uh, we did, <laughs> but uh, yeah, to uh, to get to that partnership was just wonderful. Just quietly, neither of you ever looked like remotely getting out. They've been there watching either. <laughs> it certainly wasn't yeah. a worry about go go down the back for a while and come back. We knew you two would still be batting. Um, <laughs> no, it was now, tremendous. Uh, Flipper, you were you one bit. You, and it'd be remiss with the Adelaide Uni Footy Club listeners, not to mention Bob Neal, and you certainly enjoyed the whole our uh, stupidity and carry on and uh, you and that and the slips enjoyed us from the uh, from the scoreboard, under the scoreboard with the whole Bob Neal bit and paging Dr Bob Neal, etc. 
Yes, indeed. Yeah, he was a, a regular and he was well acknowledged and, uh, yeah, gave us a smile out of the middle. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, – he was well regarded and, uh, yeah, he got plenty of mentions. So there was no problem with that and it just sort of, yeah, kept uh, kept the smile on your face and just find out what you scallywags are up to was uh, was wonderful. So, no, all good. No, no issue at all there, mate. He was a beauty. And there was one night I actually ran into Justin Langer and Bob Newell and he's actually turned around from in front of us and said, who in the hell is this Bob Newell? <laughs> so Brett Dutchke, who is a listener on the podcast, made it his job the rest of the season. Whenever Langer was walking out to bat, he would page Dr. Bob Neal. And Langer got oh to the point God. of walking out to bat, shaking his head at a shield game <laughs> in Queensland as the illustrious Dr. Bob Neal would be paged. Of course, the legend, legend never was a doctor. So these things happen. No, no, just, yeah, incredible, isn't it? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's the the sort of thing that, uh, you know, the game can provide, does provide, and, and people can enjoy it along with the, the actual playing of, so. Mate, uh, speaking of uh, things that you enjoyed, you had to pinch yourself with Lily and Marshall and Chapel and all the greats there, mate, in the Australian team. Oh, just, you know, to, to, to come into that side and, yeah. uh, you know, that's basically my first series was the last, um, you know, that Pakistan series, the last of, of, of Rod Marsh, Greg Chapel, Dennis Lilly, you know, to be there a part of that and it was basically a farewell tour was the uh, was the trip and uh, it was the, the, the summer and, uh, yeah, the way they went about it and what they brought to the table, what they created for us and the legacy that they provided, just tremendous. And, uh, yeah, so to be a part of that is, uh, is a very special memory indeed. And um, obviously ushering in the, the, the new era of Australian cricket, you, you were a part of that for um, a few tests, is that right? Oh yes, I, I, I think so. You know, the, when you look at some of those ones that that came through and established themselves, Booney and um, you know Jeff Marsh came together. And then Stephen Moore, another who came into that side. Simon O'Donnell was a ripper, and uh, you know just these these younger guys, Craig. Uh, McDermott and uh, you know they established themselves Merv then came in and a real character Booney as I said earlier but you know there, there was just you know some some real talent that was there and you know then they got together and became a tremendous side um, Alan Border the captain and uh, led them with so well so it was uh, yeah uh, great days great memories yeah um, you know very very lucky who, who was the biggest practical joker amongst that group oh. Fat cat, nothing, no, no issue, danger. Yeah, yeah, no, no but by daylight, no, no issue there at all. No competition. <laughs> uh, let's go to a serious one. The influence of uh, Kenneth George Cunningham on your career, mate. For um, muck around about KG, he is yes, a great yes, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, very much so. Yeah, so loyal and and um, you know just so genuine and and so supportive. Um, you know and uh, you know it was uh, I think he, he saw in his eye that I had a little bit of talent and uh, yeah he gave me just so much encouragement and uh, yeah I was just so fortunate and continue to be supported by him. Um, you know we've uh, got me into do some media and all that sort of stuff. So he he's been a great influence, mate. And uh, yeah, anything I can do to help him, I do and. Uh, I make a point of doing that because it was just tremendous. You yeah, know, no issue at all. Now, Pete, you mentioned the king of practical jokes. I'd say uh, certain Wayne Bentley Phillips ranks pretty high in that regard. Now, there was a district game, uh, Sturt playing East Torrens. Uh, East Torrens that week had signed a major sponsorship deal with Dean Southwood <laughs> re non-smoking. So Flipper <laughs> is facing up to the first ball of the game. As the bowler virtually gets into his delivery stride, Flipper backs away, packet of smokes out the pocket, anyone want to smoke? 
Yeah, so uh, yeah, there's a, there are a few um, that we had some fun with. I think my, my, the that was the it was basically the wife we ended up with. We, I ended up getting the um, uh, Sam Howard to bowl two overs in a row, which yes. was um, yeah, A grade, you know, first grade game. That was something that I always thought of. Like, I wonder if I could get this past the umpires. I've got it to happen, and I was just standing there thinking, I don't know that I can achieve too much anymore. And uh, yeah, so then the end of that, that was uh, pretty much the end of it. So yeah, that was yeah, the last was a... over of the day and the first over of the next day, wasn't it? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes it was, sense. Uh, now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah. So it was all the plan. We all knew it. The team knew exactly not to ask any questions where they were to stand. And uh, yeah, sure enough, in they came. And yeah, get Salisbury. And uh, yeah, got the two overs in a row. So uh, yeah. Did any was, of the Salisbury uh, guys realise? Um, the captain Harvey Jolly, um, where the, the scorer's light was flashing, and uh, Harv came out and wanted to know what's going on. You know, what are we going to do here? Oh, no, I said, well, I've, Sorry, Harv, I've been playing for years, I've never experienced that before. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, what do we do now? Yeah, so yeah, it was a, it was a bit, bit uh, yeah, uh, played in the right spirit, but yeah, not quite any, right. <laughs> any wickets get taken? Uh, no, 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 it's a tragedy, but uh, yeah, so it could have been perfect, but yeah, that's, uh, that was just Anyone else they would have thought was an accident, obviously, with you, Flip, we knew, we knew far better in that regard. <laughs> now, your end of your Australian career, it's a bit bizarre, your last one-day game, you uh, joint man of the match, and uh, give the words what you told uh, a young Steve War as he's come out to bat. Oh yeah, well we were chasing, yeah, um, yeah, uh, Whitney Wellington. So yeah, chasing and uh, 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 it was a tough total. And uh, yeah, we, uh, um, I think uh, Stephen came out and we were needing eight or ten and over or something. It was yeah, crazy. And uh, yeah, I said to him, with your youth and my talent, uh, we'll get these with uh, two overs to spare. And that's exactly what happened. So yeah, we he. he Wrote it in his book. Unfortunately, it wasn't ideal, but yeah, we uh, we we got them, and uh, yeah, it was rem- remembered that way. So, and uh, yeah, I think there's a career in motivational speaking for you, mate. <laughs> I wonder. Of course, and your week after the uh, 400, we better not miss this one out, Flip. Your week after the 462 runs, you uh, you hit a couple in the middle in the McDonald's Cup final. Yes, yeah, down there in uh, in Hobart, of course, and uh, yeah, against Tassie. So, to to win that game and to win the McDonald's Cup was uh, was a beauty for South Australia. So, um, yeah, great. It was one of the um, great uh, mess ups of of Hooksy's of Hooksy's yes. time, unfortunately. Um, yeah, when the, he did the um, um, yeah so did the headline. Yeah, the the, uh, the the presser before the game. Yeah, the, no, I think the question he was asked by one. Um, yeah, what's it going to be like? You know, um, yeah, I think with fourteen thousand people, how good is that going to be? Yeah, Hooksy. Yeah, fourteen thousand people, twenty eight thousand heads. Yeah, that's going to be great. And uh, yeah, it didn't go down overly well. And uh, yeah, they remembered it the next day. Don't worry. <laughs> and we, uh, Glenn Bishop, got a hundred in that games, and then you um, creamed him with seventy odd not out at the end. Yes, yeah, got a few at the end. So yeah, that got us to the score. That you know gave us plenty enough to uh, to be able to uh, uh, set a challenge for for Tassie. And uh, yeah, they they just wouldn't be able to get the chase done. So we held on. And uh, yeah, that, that, that terrific, terrific win and terrific memory. That one, uh, yeah, holding that uh, trophy aloft. Bob Simpson, the word. Bob Simpson, no, it was 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, was appointed the coach of the uh, the, the Australian team, and um, the, the, I, I, he saw it necessary that some changes needed to be made, and not, you know, with not attitude, but with personnel and style and all that sort of thing. And yeah, there are a few that. Uh, um, you know, probably went about it in a way that he didn't necessarily agree with. So, yeah, he, he had to make some tough decisions, and uh, and that's what happened. And yeah, there there were some changes in the uh, the Australian lineup, and uh, yeah, on the back of that, that was the uh, that was the end, unfortunately. So, yeah, you uh, and, so uh, be it. You and Greg were probably never going to be his cup of tea. <laughs> well, you know that that uh, yeah, he 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 saw some uh, necessity for some different uh, style of play and some some different attitude of and of um, of uh, discipline and that sort of thing. So that that was the reasoning behind it, I'm sure. And then uh, coaching the Redbacks, and of course you wondered why there was any ever problems. You you got the you got us into the final eight. There's no problems. I would have thought. <laughs> Yeah, they were uh, terrific time. Yeah, they ultimately not not a, a huge amount of success to uh, to <laughs> to, uh, to to relate to. But as I say, uh, you know, just just terrific. And uh, yeah, they're, they're great relationships we've established, and some great memories, and uh, some great times. And uh, yeah, it was another lovely little chapter in, in my time at the game. All right, I'll give you a serious one. You your carte blanche. You can do anything to South Australian cricket. At the moment, what would you do to make our Shield team competitive? Oh, gee, um, thought. Um, well, I'd, I'd, I'd. Um, well, what I'd do is I'd drop, I'd drop uh, Travis Head and Alex Carey from the Australian side. Yeah, come on. I want a serious answer, Flip. <laughs> Come on. Um, look, I you know, I, 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 I'd, I'd love to try and toughen up uh, great cricket a little more yeah. if I could, and yeah, whatever. Now I know that there's some talk of that uh, going to happen and, and will happen, but let's see how that plays out. But I just, I just don't know that that, that uh, Premier grade cricket is is providing the 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 firm competition that we need it to do to get our players right and ready for shield cricket. It's yeah, I'm not sure about this. The proposed, you know, Div One, Div Two, almost, and how that's going to work. Our state players going to have to play in Div One, etc. Look, it's one thing. It was Hooksy's idea to go for district cricket, eleven to six o'clock. Let's play Shield hours, and I think we all thought, yeah, yep, you can see that, but it wasn't really thought of the flow-on effect of right. The older guy, thirty, thirty-one, thirty-two, stopped playing grade cricket. And it has Ooh. become a younger one, and it has lost that competitive edge. You know, you think back to when you started, Flip. You know, KG Bob Blewett, Clacker Clark, right. you know, yeah, yeah. Trevor Pearce and Barry Corsby. There was tough nuts. It was, it was a. You know, I scored for Kenzie back in those days, and it was a, it was a bloody tough competition. Very much so. Yeah, I, I played. You know, my first. Shield game, uh, we started a tiny bit late because we waited for the Australian players to come back from Australian duty to, to be part of that side. Their plane was delayed, but Gary Cozier and Ashley Mallet both played in that game. Um, yeah, Australian Test match players playing great cricket. Which, yeah, you used to regularly have that. Like a game against Glenelg, you'd play in, and Greg used to play three, four, five district games a year. And it was, Very you, much as so. a young kid, yeah. it was a great education. 
Tremendous. Yes, exactly right. And I just don't know that that's presenting itself to them um, as, uh, you know, as uh, as, a, as of today. And that's, uh, yeah, that's the pest. So, yeah, so, something needs to be done. I don't know that I don't think there's a, a short, quick, brief answer, but we need to be certainly trying to uh, ensure that the uh, the quality of play is there and, and doing what it needs to do. One of my other pet hates is we the Big Bash started and it was a golden goose ticket. Like if you'd said you were going to sell out Adelaide Oval for domestic cricket, yeah, would have put you in the asylum uh, convention sort of thing. And then they killed the Golden Goose by just playing. The Big Bash seems to go for, a, for you know, it's like Blue Hills never finishing. And that's from a cricket, that's from a cricket nut. I just think they just killed the, instead of making it a must-have and a must-go, it's become a, yeah, I might go, you know, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, yes, yeah. The you know the the, the longevity of of, of it is um, yeah he's, he's asking a few questions, isn't it? The relevance of it and uh, yeah, yeah, it's a, um, um, look, it's a terrific product, but I don't quite know what it's doing for uh, as we're saying. You know, the, the question was about um, getting South Australian bigger and making sure it's sharp and hard and firm and doing what it needs to do. Well, there's some questions of the whole game being asked. Okay, best players played with. Against that sort of things, best oh, bowlers faced, hardest um, bats, all that sort of side of things. Yeah, well, the, the, the you know that that West Indies side to play against them was uh, was wonderful, and um, you know so you look at some of those names and you know those that have been knighted due to their uh, contribution to the game of cricket. You know, so that they were just fantastic. I mean, you know, you just run down through that 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 West Indies eleven, and uh, you know you look at some of the great players that have ever played the game. So uh, yeah, to be a part of that. Um, uh, Rod Marsh, obviously, Greg Chappell, another, Dennis Lilly, another brilliant, Alan Border to play with those. I mean, you know, they're, they're just, you know, special against Imran Khan, um, Wazim Akram, you know, uh, yeah, there, there's no, and then go back to England, um, you know, Ian, uh, Ian Botham, David Gower, um, all of those sorts of guys. It was just, yeah, Bob Willis, you know, all, all, all that. Yeah, you're just so darn lucky, mate. And, uh, yeah, great names and great contributors to the game. Mate, uh, when you talk about playing uh, all, with all those great players and obviously your achievements, we'd be doing a disservice if we didn't mention the uh, 159 again. Um, <laughs> I was a bit dark. We got the cricket on in the background here and Labashane played missed on 153. Do you think I was I was hoping he'd nick that to let you know that you still had him covered? <laughs> <laughs> uh, mate, did I, did I uh, read somewhere or hear somewhere that there's a petition circulating trying to get the Adelaide Oval changed to Phillips Field? Uh, yeah, that's been a massive push, uh, I understand, from one person. That uh, uh, you know, I don't think it's quite caught on as I'd hoped, but uh, yeah, so we can have a bit of fun with that. And uh, yeah, it's a, it, it's got a nice, you know, it's got a nice tone to it. It's got a nice feel to it. I think. Oh, so we'll see what happens. Now, yeah. Flip, there was one thing I'm very glad Pete brought that up because it reminded me. Now we've just had the national draft occurred, and a certain Wayne Bentley Phillips is probably one of, if not the main reasons, why the draft system got changed. Go for that and explain everything what happened, Flip. Oh, oh, sorry, no, I, I just, um, no, well, I, 
little bit bored and, uh, yeah, didn't have a lot to do. So, uh, yeah, just nominated myself for the AFL draft. Yeah, got through the first, yeah, didn't quite, uh, didn't get picked up, but, uh, yeah, got uh, some lovely letters from yeah. the AFL. And, uh, and Didn't you uh, put the wide wingman and could boundary umpire at the same time, Morfordville Park <laughs> C grade or something? I was going to say, how many SNFL games uh, are we up to? None. No. <laughs> how many A grade games are we up to? <laughs> so, just very, very poor. Yeah, it was uh, just a, a quiet time in the days at SGIC and needed a letter. So, yeah, yeah, got it done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what made you think? Gotta... What made you think right, of that? Sorry. Oh well, I had nothing to do. So yeah, I saw okay. that, and yeah, thought that it might be worth, uh, uh, might be worth um, having a, a bit of a run out. I've got to wrap it up, boys. <laughs> As I said, uh, don't worry about the practical jokes from uh, Greg Ritchie. Flipper was well and truly in, con- in contention. <laughs> hey, Flip, greatly yeah, appreciated, mate. No troubles at all, guys. No worries. Always good to chat, and uh, yeah, I hope that uh, those that uh, do have a listen get a bit of a smile out of it. It's been very good to me. Thank you very much, mate, and uh, we might touch base with you once again uh, in, in a little while. And well played on your role with the Veterans Carnival last week too, oh, Flip. Yes. Thanks for that. Well done. Great no result South Australia as well. South Australia. Wonderful. You know, we had the girl, yeah. we had the the strikers on uh, and that. South Australia, you know, winning Div 1 and Div 2. For a week, we were the dominant cricket state. Yeah, well, it'd be great if we can get it happening on a regular basis. Beautiful, yes. boys. Sounds like Flip. Thanks, mate. See you now. Bye. And mate, we've just had uh, Flipper uh, on for a fantastic interview that I don't think I've stopped laughing the entire time. Oh, he is a very funny man. Look, lucky enough to have spent a fair bit of time with Flipper over the years, and yeah, glad that I remembered the draft uh, the, story. The, the yes, story the bit at the end because it's uh, it's not often that you get Wayne a little bit tongue tied. So I'm quite happy to n- notch that one up on the belt. In- enjoys his golf, uh, which we briefly talked about before we uh, started the interview. But uh, as a cricketer, y- you don't get any much. You don't get much better than uh, Flipper. Oh, look, Flipper's one of the great left-handers. Yes, you know, Phillips, Hooks, Lehman. You know, it's uh, we've been blessed in that way. Flipper was sublime timer of the ball, and just yeah, very very funny man. Played in the golden era of uh, of of cricket. Um, mentioning some of those names, and obviously, uh, you know, uh, through England and the West Indies, and obviously Australian cricket was just amazing. And we got some serious side as well. Absolutely. Liking this podcast. Please like, rate, and subscribe. Happy Days. And mate, to kick off uh, today's Happy Days, uh, Monica Sellis, happy birthday at 48 years of age, uh, Yugoslavian-American tennis player, Won nine Grand Slam t- uh, tournaments, and who knows how many she would have won. Yeah, that uh, that stabbing that uh, that happened uh, really did change her career, and unfortunately, um, didn't quite get back to the heights that she had reached before that. Well, look, not only the physical side; it would been pretty hard mentally there as well. And absolutely, yeah, it was certainly a sporting tragedy. Um, obviously, sort of changed the way security was dealt with around yeah, a lot around of sport. sport. Uh, in general, but you know, certainly um, to have a, a, a fan come up behind you and uh, and stab you is just terrifying, really. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's astonishing. Uh, mate, we move on. Uh, this week in 1946, Australia's first test 
talking about cricket at the moment. Very topical. Um, it was rain affected, but Australia all out for six hundred and forty-five in three day on the third day. Could be a similar scoreline versus West Indies. It yes. could be uh, versus India at Bradman himself one hundred and eighty-seven, Hassett one hundred fifty-eight. Uh, Australia eventually go on to win uh, by an innings and three hundred and thirty-two runs. Absolute cliffhanger. Looks like a South Australian shield shield game. Unbelievable. Uh, mate, this week in uh, 1973, talking about the Davis Cup earlier, but in 1973 in America, Australia actually dominate the final, winning 5-love, um, or 5 nil. Um Rod Laver and John Newcomb complete the victory against Stan Smith and John Gorman. It's funny that I, it's funny that I actually remember that so vividly because I was only 10. Um, I can remember watching it. Right now, and even before you know, clicking over and thinking, yeah, we won that five love. Yes, or even looking at that. So yeah, and Stan Smith was right up there. Absolutely, let's, I mean, Laver and Smith were the the names that were yeah. really competing back then, and and uh, Newcomb uh, came onto the scene and uh, and did his thing. But you know, to win five nil away from home is pretty special effort. It was an incredible result. Um, one of our Australia's real great sporting triumphs. Absolutely. Uh, mate, this week in 1977, the first day of World Series cricket at um, Victoria Park. Spectators of 200. Still more than the Sheffield Shield. Shield. Game, yeah, it's 38 there last Wednesday. Um, yeah, look, started off World Series cricket was really fighting, um, poor media and all that. Yep. It was really that one-day game in Sydney where... It sort of changed World Series with the the gates and the fifty thousand and Kerry yep. Packer telling hurry up and open the gates to get everyone in and we're not they think there could have been over seventy thousand in there so yep. twenty uh, incredible difference. Uh, Australia play the West Indies, which again yep. they're out here visiting again, but unfortunately the West Indies got us by three wickets. Um, it's probably a little bit topical with the golf uh, situation. Yeah. You know, Live Golf's going through something similar at the moment, um, looking to change the way the game's played a little bit. And, gee, World Series cricket took off after that game in Sydney, didn't it? Yeah, Far that, out. that was the explosion. And really how cricket changed. Coloured clothing, night games, one-day games. Yep. White that balls. Was, that was really Kerry Packer. Absolutely. Uh, a man ahead of his time, really, at, yeah. at the end of the day. Yep. Uh, mate, this week in 2015, Kobe Bryant announces he, re- he is retiring from the NBA. One of the all-timers. He is, and unfortunately lost uh, a little bit too soon in a, in a tragic accident. Yeah. Uh, mate, sticking with the cricket theme, uh, in 2019, David Warner, 335 not out in the second test against Pakistan. Jeez, he could have used a few of them today, couldn't he? I think he'd be kicking himself for throwing it away today. Um, yeah. Uh, one of, so three thirty five, you know, just behind the Matty Hayden's three hundred and eighty against Zimbabwe. Yep. Yeah. You had the other ones here, the other couple of ones here with the, Don the, Bradman at two ninety nine and and Ricky Ponting at two forty two. So some uh, some pretty good names on that list for sure. Uh, Warner thirty nine fours and and a six uh, at Adelaide Oval, which is uh, which is fantastic. Yeah. He, again, that innings he was just in total control. Let's hope he gets off to a better start in the second innings this time round. Mightn't get a second hit. We'll see how we go. All right, mate. Let's scoot into the extra time uh, once again. Yep. Extra time. Big finish. Mate, to kick off, uh, Joel Selwood, uh, swishing codes, uh, goes from uh, Geelong to the Melbourne Storm. 
far as I'm concerned, Sir Joel Selwood can decide to do whatever he likes. Apart from embarrassing every single person in the world with his behaviour on grand final day because he was that bloody perfect, he, he stuffed it up for everyone else. Um, look, I huge, huge respect for Joel. I, I detest the Duckwood garbage. Um, that's probably nearly right up there with my number one pet hate and support, and yep. I don't bear it for bloody Geelong. Um, now, one of the all-timers, he can do what he likes. I think it's interesting that, you know, this, he's obviously looking to go down a coaching path at some stage or motivational path at some stage. Uh, it's amazing to see these coaches are now starting to switch codes, which I think can only be a benefit, really. Yeah, and why not? You know, it's, it's still a game of sport and it's still, you know... Um, of course, there's differences, major differences tactically and all that, but it's still there are still similar similarities. Uh, fantastic to see him at the Melbourne Storm, mate. Uh, Justin Langer, mate. Yeah, Justin Langer made some comments a little while ago that seemed to be continually reverbing around the place, and I suppose the biggest one to come out of that is mutiny, uh, <laughs> mutiny at the top. I don't think he's helping himself now. Um, for mine, he's he's still got the public on his side, just. Leave it at that. Uh, I just, you know, I, I think he's probably eating into it. I thought that this week was just totally unnecessary, personally. Yep. Obviously, uh, Australian team had a, a pretty good record under him, and obviously him getting clipped, uh, there's still a little bit of something there left in the tank that uh, just keeps reverbing around. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I just want to move on. Basketball, mate. Uh, the Adelaide 36ers. Yeah, look, still around the mark. Uh, played 10, won five, lost five, sixth, still in playoff contention, just exploring the import options. Yeah. You just rounded calm. Look, there's a few things happening. Absolutely. Uh, they play the Cairns Taipans this Friday night at home at uh, 7 p.m. at the Adelaide Entertainment Centre. Yeah, I think there's a couple of must-win games in there. The final system this year has slightly changed. Yep. Um, obviously, the top six counts. The top two automatically go through to a semi-final. Uh, Three-game playoff series, five-game uh, grand final series. Uh, I think tracking pretty well at the moment. Look, I think they seem to be going win-loss, win-loss, win-loss. Yeah. Some consistency would certainly help with that. Um, look, if they can get over the Cam- Cairns Taipans this week, uh, look, the sky's the limit with a yeah, new look, import coming in as well. Yeah. yeah, just a shame with what happened there and, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you mentioned there that the Indigenous round is uh, coming up uh, 8th to the 20th of December. We'll get to see some pretty colourful uniforms, which I think is really good. Uh, another sport that's taking up the Indigenous theme. Yeah, and I think everyone takes to the uniforms probably as much as anything. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, look, I think it's great. Fantastic. Go for it. Mate, we uh, we move on to supercars. Uh, we're here at Adelaide 500 this weekend. Oh, look, and- Personally, yep. great credit to Pete, Matt, Peter Malinowskis and the Labor government for getting it here. You know, I, I thought that was a insane to lose it. Um, and we sold off all our infrastructure. Oh, and it also seemed that the Liberal Party was sort of deliberately bleeding it in the end, sort of doing nothing, and we'll make a loss out of it so it makes it look our decision uh, correct. Yep. Um, I think businesses, you know, especially after COVID, desperately needed. So I, personally... There's a real excitement in the air, isn't there? There's, you know, there's something happening. Yeah, all right, the road closures are a little bit of a, a pain in the bum, but, you know, that's only for a very short yeah. pe- period of time. And I think because of COVID, we really value uh, some of these events and, and are now looking to support them as much as we can. Oh, Guns and Roses last night, so yep. there's been things happening. Exactly. Adelaide, exactly. finally. Adelaide Thank al- you. Adelaide Alive. Yeah. Here we go. Haven't we been missing that? 
Yeah. Golf. Golf, mate. So, um, Adam Scott. Yeah, he's back in Australia playing in the um, in the Australian Open, playing in Victoria this week, starting this week. Uh, the winner of uh, in 2009, obviously looking to get some more silverware in the cabinet. It's the first time that the men's and the ladies are going to be playing side by side. Yeah, I reckon that's a great idea, personally. Um, why not? It's yeah, it's bizarre it's a, that it hasn't happened before. Really, it's a great initiative uh, that, that, that they're starting to play that, and obviously, um, you know, you, you want to see the best players playing, and, and it's a great promotion for both sides of the sport. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, it's great. And mate, to finish us off tonight, uh, we're going to finish off with the world game. Was Qatar the best choice for the World Cup? Personally, no. Um, yeah, I just probably. Got to be careful how we, how we, we go and, yep. and all that. I just it had a smelly thing about it being awarded. I think that's probably been vindicated. Yep. Yeah. I mean, uh, they've got a population of around about three hundred thousand. It's not a huge number to be supporting a lot of these events. Uh, you know, it's it's. I think it's good to share the game around, but I think you've got to do that due diligence with. You know, how many people are you going to get there and what do the optics look like, uh, obviously, coming through the screen? And you hear people say, you know, it's just slightly weirder than usual. Yeah, and the country's um, actions, I think, comes into yep, play. And, and there's been, obviously, a lot of people that have made mention of that through different sports. Um, obviously, Australia playing, we, uh, we fingers crossed, we get through to the final 16, I think yep, it is, yep. uh, which would be absolutely fantastic. I think for soccer in Australia, would 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 definitely go nuts. But... You know who uh, who wins from here? Uh, Brazil, England, France, or Argentina? They're probably my top four. Uruguay is probably the other one. Yeah. Um, personally, I'm I'm on the Brazil bandwagon. Yep. Um, England have been impressive so far. It's it's probably funny. It's probably the one tournament where I reckon Australians we actually barrack for England because we from the Premier League and yes. it's England and in that way. So when we got get knocked out, if you're not. Italian and etc. for yes. your nation. Yes, I think a lot of us do jump on the England bandwagon. Where normally it's you know you'd barrack for anyone. You'd yep. be you'd even barrack for Port versus uh, England. Uh, Brazil have been impressive so far. Um, Argentina a couple of little slip ups along the way, but they look like they'll probably get through. England have been re- relatively impressive, and France as the defending champions. Uh, for me, but I reckon you're right, mate. And we 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 said not to take tips on what we say, but yes. I, I pretty much on the Brazil bandwagon at the moment. And the last game that I want to talk about is probably the USA Iranian game. In complex set yeah. of circumstances, some social media posts went out of the Iranian flag without a certain uh, emblem in it, caused a lot of tension that didn't really need to be there. Again, it, yeah, look, it's. The world's a complicated place and probably too complicated for its own good. Absolutely. All right, mate, we're going to get out of here on that one there. Fantastic interview today with Flipper. Once again, we've covered some sports and world under the strikers. We hope to get somebody on from the strikers over the next week or two. And also the senior cricket that was on a couple of weeks ago. Uh, We want to follow up on that one as well because at the moment, uh, cricket's the big winner here in SA. And Richard Gabb would have... Had brief dialogue with him. He's actually away this week playing in another interstate tournament, and the dinner was tonight and that. So that was a bit hard to organise, yep. but yeah, it will happen. We'll get there, mate. Uh, as per usual, we promise to do better. 
In this crazy world we live in, we all need the distraction. Enjoying the show? Like, rate, and subscribe. Hook up and connect with us on social media at Sportscast SA. We'll see you next time on Game On. 